Welcome to Unarmed America. And I'm Phoebe, and today is September 29th, and we are coming to you from Cumberland Valley High School. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about who should control gun control, the states or the federal government. Who should decide? Did you hear the crime rate is up 19% in Philadelphia, and there's a spike of 30% in crime nationwide? A lot of these murders were from guns which makes the question a lot of us think about in this country. Why isn't there much regulation on gun control in every state? I think there should be federal regulation of guns. Well, I personally believe that state regulation would be much better suited for gun control. There should be universal laws for every state for guns, so no one person can go to a different state to buy, sell, or use their gun. Every state should be equal in what their state citizens can do with guns. I'm glad you mentioned that, Phoebe. Because in 1990, the Supreme Court struck down the Gun-Free School Zone Act because it intrudes into the rights of states and does not fall within the federal government's constitutional power to regulate interstate commerce. This act was not within interstate commerce as they're not trading anything between states. States should be able to decide whether or not guns belong on their school campuses, not the federal government. But guns are interstate commerce. They are made in one state and often transported to another to be sold, making it interstate commerce. But it's not interstate commerce. Now that logic, anything can be interstate commerce. Also, guns are usually found within interstate and not traded or bought in another state. The acts that are passed for gun control for the federal government are usually not interstate and focus on each individual state. Guns can cross state borders, making them interstate commerce. They aren't. Most of the gun control laws passed by the federal government were declared unconstitutional because they didn't go along with interstate commerce, which shouldn't make the states control their own gun control laws. The National Firearms Act of 1934 was aimed primarily at limiting access to machine guns, submachine guns, and sawed-off shotguns, weapons of choice for gangsters. Handguns were removed from the bill prior to final passage at urging of the NRA, soon after the Federal Firearms Act of 1938 was enacted, giving the Treasury Department control over the licensing of gun dealers, importers, and manufacturers. However, at the urging of the NRA, the bill was weakened prior to enactment by the addition of language that prevented the prosecution of dealers who sold to criminals unless the government could meet an almost impossible standard of proving that the dealer knew the purchaser was a criminal. In neither the 1934 Act or 1938 Act did Congress attempt to become the exclusive regulator of firearms, thereby reducing the state's role. Okay, so that was the one time the federal government did oppose on the state rights and gun laws. In the 1990s, two federal gun laws came out, the 1993 Brady Act and the Assault Weapons Ban of 1994. The NRA proposed that the existing waiting periods and background checks under the law of more than 20 states be preempted by the proposed federal five-day waiting period. In essence, the proposal would have used the Commerce Clause and the constitutional doctrine of federal preemption to bar states from imposing longer waiting periods or stricter background checks than that contained in the Brady Bill. 
in the NRA proposal, the NRA proposal was defeated by gun supporters because many states had waiting periods longer than five days, and these would have been effectively repelled by the NRA-backed amendment. Also, in the 1993 Brady Act and the assault weapons ban of 1994, states' rights were still respected. The federal government has also made unconstitutional gun laws, too. Like in Prince versus United States, the Supreme Court ruled that the federal government violated the 10th Amendment requiring background checks on guns, that it is left to the states to decide because it seemed like a federal mandate, and required state law enforcement to participate in the background checks. You could see how the federal government went beyond their power on gun control. They cannot decide on the people's firearms. That should be left to the states. Well, it could help save lives to allow the federal government to control guns. According to a 2016 Lancet study, implementing federal universal background checks could reduce firearms deaths by a projected 56.9%. Background checks for ammunition purchases could reduce deaths by a projected 80.7%, and gun identification requirements could reduce deaths by a projected 82.5%. States can make gun control laws by themselves that save lives. They are allowed to do this because the power of the government to enact laws in the interest of the public health, safety, and welfare of the people is called the police power. The police power is at the core of state and local authority to regulate the purchase, possession, transfer, and use of firearms. The government already has control over the militia and army, so they should also have control over guns. Also, if there were the same laws everywhere and they restricted gun laws, then less people would get hurt because less people would have guns. If individual states get to make their own laws, they can restrict people less, which can cause more homicides. Each state has their own levels of crime rates and the federal government cannot pass an act for each state because of their differing crime rates. If states would have stricter individual gun control laws, gun violence would be lower. For example, Massachusetts has one of the strictest gun laws in the U.S., and the gun violence is lower, while Alaska has one of the least strictest laws on guns and has more gun violence. If states would have stricter gun laws, then there would be less gun violence. The federal government can't do what is best for each state as a whole. We are never going to agree on this, so we can let the listeners decide whether the federal or state government should regulate guns. Fine, the listeners can decide who is right, and it's going to be me. That wraps it up for today. Signing off of Unarmed America, I'm Phoebe. And I'm Tawana. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Come back another time. Welcome to Unarmed America. And I'm Phoebe, and today is September 29th, and we are coming to you from Cumberland Valley High School. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about who should control gun control, the states or the federal government. Who should decide? Did you hear the crime rate is up 19% in Philadelphia, and there's a spike of 30% in crime nationwide? A lot of these murders were from guns, which makes the question a lot of us think about in this country. Why isn't there much regulation on gun control in every state? I think there should be federal regulation of guns. 
but I personally believe that state regulation would be much better suited for gun control. There should be universal laws for every state for guns, so no one person can go to a different state to buy, sell, or use their gun. Every state should be equal in what their state citizens can do with guns. I'm glad you mentioned that, Phoebe, because in 1990, the Supreme Court struck down the Gun-Free School Zone Act because it intrudes into the rights of states and does not fall within the federal government's constitutional power to regulate interstate commerce. This act was not within interstate commerce as they're not trading anything between states. States should be able to decide whether or not guns belong on their school campuses, not the federal government. But guns are interstate commerce. They are made in one state and often transported to another to be sold, making it interstate commerce. But it's not interstate commerce. Now that logic, anything could be interstate commerce. Also, guns are usually found within their state and not traded or bought in another state. The acts that are passed for gun control for the federal government are usually not interstate and focus on each individual state. Guns can cross state borders, making them interstate commerce. They aren't. Most of the gun control laws passed by the federal government were declared unconstitutional because they didn't go along with interstate commerce, which shouldn't make the states control their own gun control laws. The National Firearms Act of 1934 was aimed primarily at limiting access to machine guns, submachine guns, and sawed-off shotguns, weapons of choice for gangsters. Handguns were removed from the bill prior to final passage at urging of the NRA, soon after the Federal Firearms Act of 1938 was enacted, giving the Treasury Department control over the licensing of gun dealers, importers, and manufacturers. However, at the urging of the NRA, the bill was weakened prior to enactment by the addition of language that prevented the prosecution of dealers who sold to criminals unless the government could meet an almost impossible standard of proving that the dealer knew the purchaser was a criminal. In neither the 1934 Act or 1938 Act did Congress attempt to become the exclusive regulator of firearms, thereby reducing the state's role. Okay, so that was the one time the federal government did oppose on the state rights and gun laws. In the 1990s, two federal gun laws came out, the 1993 Brady Act and the Assault Weapons Ban of 1994. The NRA proposed that the existing waiting periods and background checks under the law of more than 20 states be preempted by the proposal, proposed federal five-day waiting period. In essence, the proposal would have used the Commerce Clause and the constitutional doctrine of federal preemption to bar states from imposing longer waiting periods or stricter background checks than that contained in the Brady Bill. In the NRA proposal, the NRA proposal was defeated by gun supporters because many states had waiting periods longer than five days, and these would have been effectively repelled by the NRA-backed amendment. Also, in the 1993 Brady Act and the assault weapons ban of 1994, states' rights were still respected. The federal government has also made unconstitutional gun laws too, like in Prince versus United States. The Supreme Court ruled that the federal government violated the 10th Amendment requiring background checks on guns, that it is left to the states to decide because it seemed like a federal mandate, and required state law enforcement to participate in the background checks. You could see how the federal government went beyond their power on gun control. They cannot decide on the people's firearms. That should be left to the states.
Well, it could help save lives to allow the federal government to control guns. According to a 2016 Lancet study, implementing federal universal background checks could reduce firearms deaths by a projected 56.9%. Background checks for ammunition purchases could reduce deaths by a projected 80.7%, and gun identification requirements could reduce deaths by a projected 82.5%. States can make gun control laws by themselves that save lives. They are allowed to do this because the power of the government to enact laws in the interest of the public health, safety, and welfare of the people is called the police power. The police power is at the core of state and local authority to regulate the purchase, possession, transfer, and use of firearms. The government already has control over the militia and army, so they should also have control over guns. Also, if there were the same laws everywhere and they restricted gun laws, then less people would get hurt because less people would have guns. If individual states get to make their own laws, they can restrict people less, which can cause more homicides. Each state has their own levels of crime rates, and the federal government cannot pass an act for each state because of their differing crime rates. If states would have stricter individual gun control laws, gun violence would be lower. For example, Massachusetts has one of the strictest gun laws in the U.S., and the gun violence is lower, while Alaska has one of the least strictest laws on guns and has more gun violence. If states would have stricter gun laws, then there would be less gun violence. The federal government can't do what is best for each state as a whole. We are never going to agree on this, so we can let the listeners decide whether the federal or state government should regulate guns. Fine, the listeners can decide who is right, and it's going to be me. That wraps it up for today. Signing off of Unarmed America, I'm Phoebe. And I'm Tawana. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Come back another time.